So to summarise then the last few weeks then, so our goal in all of this is not a feminist agenda <coughs> and it's not even a fairness agenda that we are fully convinced and persuaded that this is a Holy Spirit agenda and the belief and the conviction that the Holy Spirit is free to give gifts of leadership to both men and women who are called by him, gifted by him, made competent by him and have a godly character that they've developed in relationship with him. And so our ultimate goal then is what we're convinced of is a leadership model that is a kingdom model. We believe a kingdom model emphasises mutual submission, that submission to one another. That we are convinced that the Bible doesn't talk about leaders, whether they be male or female, having authority over people, but authority for people to release them into their gifts, callings, abilities and anointings. And so we've been talking about, we're not looking to build a hierarchical leadership, that we're actually seeking as a local church to regain what was lost through the fall. And remember in week two we looked at Genesis and we looked at one of the curses which was your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. And we believe that Galatians clearly teaches that when Jesus died he became a curse for us and took the curses on him. And so part of the belief and the expectation is that Christ wants to see regained in his church a partnership that was originally lost because of the fall. That Jesus wants to cause there to be a recapturing of an expression of interdependence between men and women or mutuality. <coughs> and there needs to be a celebration of the diversity of both male and female, that both men and women are unique reflectors of the glory of God. And so it's not a blurring or a, a getting rid of the diversity expression, rather it's a celebration of expression and a lifting of everyone up. 